Welcome to another episode of Growth Talk. My name is Adam Gullett. I am the host of this episode. In this episode, I have titled it, Starting a Business? Consider these eight tips. You know, when you start a business, there are many factors to consider. In this episode, I am going to share eight tips that I think you should consider before starting any type of business and also some questions you should be asking yourself about the business you are getting ready to start. Welcome to the Growth Talk Podcast, where we discuss business growth strategies, personal development, and leadership, the place you come if you want to grow as a person and consider yourself a lifelong student. It's where we are learning to be fearless, bold, and relentless in our pursuit of excellence together. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode. I'm going to start off with just talking about my own personal experiences in business, uh, just kind of summarize my desire to get into business to begin with and some of my experiences that I've I've had doing so um, you know when I was young I started reading uh, John C Maxwell's book the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership that instilled in me a desire to lead and to start a business and I was probably about 14 when I read that book by 16 I began to work on a business plan and something that I wanted to start and that was in regards to fitness training by 18 I opened up the business and um, wow, I had to learn a lot. Um, at the time, I didn't know about attorneys and uh, CPAs and uh, the process of what type of incorporation or should I incorporate or sole proprietorship or you know, I had no idea what I was doing. And so I stumbled into it. I started a business um, and then so and I, and I did OK. I surrounded myself with key individuals that understood business better than I did. Um, I got uh, people in my life. And I, I was fortunate enough to grow up with somebody that um, his dad was a CPA and really guided me through the whole process of incorporating myself and getting started. But I wanted to develop a business that I actually just had a passion about and uh, fitness and training and cycling and kayaking and r running and all those type of things and stuff that I enjoyed doing. So I wanted to do something that I was passionate about and see if I can make money doing it. So I started when I was 18 and I actually continued uh, that business uh, for every bit of like 10 to 15 years um, and enjoyed every minute of it, uh, learned a lot along the way. Um, and then it started multiple other businesses, you know, for myself uh, in between that time. Um, but what I have come to realize is that a lot of the tips that I'm going to give you today is stuff that I wish I would have just done before I got started and realized that the process to start a business is just not, hey, just go out there and do it. it. There is a process to doing this and doing it correctly. And there is some due diligence that you should take at the very beginning phase before you even start the business. And that is something that I wish I would have known. I think I would have, if I took the time to listen to these eight tips I'm about to share, I probably would have been set up for bet more success and would have had a under, better understanding about what the value was that I was offering the people that I was serving. Um, so I'm going to share those these things that I have found to be uh, the most helpful uh, going forward into any other business that I go into. And I hope you find it helpful. I know I wish I had them. Um, and a lot of them are common sense things, but still, um, something that needs to be said and something I encourage you guys to do before starting a business. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the eight tips to consider when starting a business. So here's the eight tips to consider when starting a business, right? Number one, and I mentioned it just briefly a minute ago, find your passion. 
you know, a big, a big part of being successful is finding something that you're passionate about and you do it because you actually love it and you don't, you're not doing it just because it can make you more money. Um, and I, I, I really do believe this is the number one best starting point uh, for anybody wanting to start a business uh, because passion is something that's going to keep you going back even when things are difficult um, because you have a passion for it. You love it enough to pursue it with everything that you have so you can get over those hurdles that business will bring your way. And so if you get into business just because you're focused on the money and there's no passion behind that, you're going to burn out. Um, you're just going to get tired of it. The money is not going to be a motivator. The money could be phenomenal, but if you hate the job and you hate the business, you are at some point going to burn out and want to get away. So I would challenge you is to find and, and take a moment and write down things that you're passionate about. Uh, what is it that you talk about a lot? What is it that you share with others and you encourage others to do? What is it that you find yourself doing when you have free time? What, what, what compels you every day to be excited and laugh and have fun? Because inside of that, that desire, inside of that passion, there's probably a business model that maybe has not been done yet. So the number one tip I would give you is find your passion and find something you're passionate about because you're going to continue to do it when it gets hard. Number two is create a business plan. This seems like common sense, right? But a business plan will help you outline what you want to do and how much money it will take to get there. This is one of the first steps in setting up your company and it can help you better establish what it is that you want to do. Now, you can Google and search for business plan templates and all this kind of stuff. And you're going to get all these detailed uh, descriptions about what you need to put in a business plan. You're just going to talk about marketing, how much money and, and, and these graphs and this, you know, how much uh, uh, other people's money you might need and investment and, and all these type of things, right? But a business plan can be very, very simple. It can be very simple, whereas you have a value proposition, what it is that I offer a customer, what my plan is to produce a product and how I plan to market that product to the consumer. It doesn't have to be very complicated, and especially at first, it really doesn't. But I use a business plan as a way to begin to write down my thoughts. What is it that I'm doing? What is my plan for this business? And it tends to be more of a journal type, you know, multiple day process. I write down things that pop in my mind. I think about what this might be and I begin to tailor this and I go back to it often and I begin to edit it before I finally get a final business plan. So it's a process, but you definitely want to have a business plan. You want to address the avenues of like, who is my consumer? What is my, how much money is it going to take to start? What is my value proposition to the consumer? What is it that I'm doing different that other people are not doing? How do I plan on marketing this product? How, how many hours do I need to get dedicated to this, uh, to this business? You know, all these key people that need to be, you know, involved in the business. That's where the business plan is going to really take, um, take hold. As we go through the rest of these steps, this is where these next steps can be added back to your business plan, right? So I even put my passion into my business plan. Why, why did I start this business to begin with? My mission statement, right? That is what the business plan is for. So think of it as a, a vault that holds all of your information and all of your ideas and all of your things tailored in a way that gives you a plan of execution. So use it at first as a way just to write down everything you want and then begin to adapt it as you develop the business and, and the plan before you launch. Uh, number three is research your competition. Research them. 
there are many other companies doing the same thing as you are getting ready to, to do, or if you're already started a business, they're already doing it. So make sure that your product or service is better than theirs. Do something that is a differentiator in the market than what is already out there. And if you're researching your comp competition, you're seeing what they do, then you're going to be able to understand how you can navigate those waters. So, you know, and, and better than ever, we have more ways of researching companies now than we ever did. Back when I first got started, um, Google was hardly even got, got, was even in existence. I didn't have a way to even search out companies in competition. We do now. We can search on Google, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. We can see what our competition is doing and then make changes to our plan that addresses the need of the consumer where these other places are weak. So to be honest, this is one of the best steps you can take because we all have ideas. But if you really want to see where you can actually you know, help the consumer and the market, then this is where you're going to see that at. Okay, so research your competition. Number four is hire an accountant and lawyer to help with legal matters and tax preparation. So that is a, this is a big key. So when you run a business, there are many decisions that require legal and financial consideration. It's best to have someone with knowledge of these issues on hand so you can make informed decisions. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we just don't know about. We have to, got to figure out ways, you know, to handle our tax, how we record expenses. We got to figure out when we get in legal issues, when we're writing something, if it's legal not to do that, not that we can do that, contracts and negotiations. There is a lot of ground here inside of a business that we personally do not have experience in. And there are people out there that are professionals in this industry that do, and we need to rely on them. So you do need to go out before you start your business and go out and talk to an accountant. You need to find an attorney. You need to talk to these people and bring them into your inner circle and have these conversations like, how am I going to structure this business? What is the best way for my family to be protected from any liability? What do I need to do as an owner of this company to move the company forward legally and safely? These are conversations that only an attorney and an accountant can truly help you with. And how an accountant especially is going to be your number one asset when it comes to an outside resource because everything you do is juggling money and product and how you write off expenses and what you pay for. So bringing on an accountant, I, I would say, is uh, absolutely crucial to any business that you're starting. Number five, make a list of all the supplies you'll need for running the business, office, furniture, computers, etc. Before you start your business, make a list of all the items you need. I mean, this includes everything like brochures and business cards, you know, anything that you need to actually run the business, internet access, whatever it may be, a particular space, if you're a brick and mortar store, retail, you know, what is it that you need to be able to run this business. And that's something you've got to look at and see the numbers and see what the cost would be and be honest about it and then and then bump it up 10-15%, okay? And get a really good idea about the cost involved. But don't just think about money either. You know, one of the things that people neglect to do is the time. They don't think about the amount of time. So even in the midst of all the supplies you'll need of running a business and everything, think also about how much time you're going to dedicate to the business at this point. You know, how much time is it going to take? Because that time is going to take you away from something else. There's only so many hours in the day. How much time can you actually dedicate to this business? All right, number six is get insurance before starting up in case anything happens during work hours. Um, this includes workers' compensation if you have, you know, workers that are working for you and doing work that you have asked them to do. Um, so, it, it, you know, before you launch a business, it is very important to get the right insurance, right? Because that is your protection, you want to protect the assets that you have from any liability claims and lawsuits. And one of the best types of business insurance is just general liability. 
But I will say this, I'm not an insurance agent and I'm not going to sit here and give you advice on the best kind of insurance that you need to have for your business. So I would say add to your list of professionals is a good insurance agent, somebody that understands business and understands what your risks are as a business owner and talk to them about the business and make sure you have adequate enough insurance. But that's another person. So now you've got your insurance agent, you've got your attorney, and you've got your uh, accountant. Those three people are going to protect you and help you grow a strong business. Number number seven, and this is a very important one. Um, start small and keep things simple. If you want to start a business, don't get overwhelmed. You've got to start small and keep things simple. If I was to use an example of a business that I started, um, a coffee shop, okay, we had products galore. We had all kinds of types of drinks. We had everything that all the local coffee shops had. We were offering all those things, right? But we never made anything that great. And that's why I say start small. If you can create a product, something that is really, really good, and it's quality, and it's a great service, it brings a great value, and that might be the only product, or maybe you only have two or three products, but it's really good, that is enough to gain some market share, that there is a niche there for you to tap into. It, it, as you get started with your business, it's going to be very, very easy for you to say, oh, that's a great idea. Let's insert that into the business. Oh, I like this product. Oh, we need to start doing this. Oh, I like this type of service. We need to add that to our books of services, and we need to charge for these type of things. And before, before you know it, your profit margin is almost zero, but you have this whole sweet, nice deck of services that you offer, and the consumer is more confused than ever about what you actually do. So you begin to muddy the water. So when you're starting a business, you need to keep things as simple as you possibly can. I mean, even with like where, where I'm heavily involved in the real estate industry, when I talk to realtors about their, their careers and their choices, niching is a very good uh, beginning phase for a new agent when they enter into the market. Thinking of uh, first-time home buyers, going after for sale by owners, going after expireds, right? These are these are niche markets that help the agent and the particular person hone in their skill into one specific demographic, fulfilling one specific need, and being able to navigate those waters and getting really good at that before they start adding more services. Now, in the real estate market, we can service a lot of different things, but as just as an example, niching is a good thing. Uh, number eight is simply this, do not give up. It may be hard, but if you really want this venture to succeed, do not get discouraged. You have to remember that setbacks and failures are just part of it. It's not the end of the world if you fail once or twice or a thousand times. What is important is that you remain hopeful and keep on going even when things get rough. Life is much better if you just do not give up. I mean, how many times and how many scenarios can you think of of an athlete, of an other business owner? They all started with a rough road. They had many, many setbacks and many, many failures. You are going to have those, and you have got to push through. There is a reason it takes five to eight to ten years for a company to be able to turn over to be profitable. That's the way it works. You've got to earn the right to be in existence, and that's what business is. Do not give up. Keep pushing through. All right. So let's transition over now to some questions that I think you should ask yourself before starting the business. (music) 
So starting a business can be daunting, right? And it can be very overwhelming because everything I just laid out is a bunch of steps, all these type of things you need to do, and you have no idea where to, where to go or whatever. But here's some things I think you should consider, and it seems like this is probably the best point. This is the, this is, this is, this is the starting point, right? You need to ask yourself these questions, okay? So here are, here are the questions to ask yourself before you start any business. Number one, what is the problem that you are solving? If you want to start a business, I would recommend that you choose something people need. If your business doesn't solve any problems for people, then they won't buy from you and your business will simply fail. They, what is it that your business, that you are getting ready to st uh, start, what problem is that going to solve for your client and your customer? Number two is, who is your target audience? Who is it? Your target audience is the people who will buy your product. For example, if you're selling a toy for kids, then children are your target, right? If you're selling something that's not age-specific, like makeup, then women in their 20s. Another name for this is your avatar. Now, I have not really went into this yet, but an avatar is basically a fictitious customer that you create. You can even give the avatar a name, give them a personality, give them a demographic, and describe your ideal audience. Use that avatar to describe who your audience is. So who is your target audience? You need to know who that is because when you start planning, you go through all those other eight tips, it's going to help you throughout the whole process. So who is your target audience? Number three, how will you actually make money? To make money, you need to create a cost-effective business. Think about creating a sustainable model that provides value to your customers and is easy for you to maintain. All right, so that's the process. So how are you going to make money? What, what's your profit margin in the product that you're selling? How much time does it take you to create the product to then bring the product to the consumer? And how much money per product are you going to make or service? you got to know those numbers. You need to know how you're going to make money. Number four, do you have enough time? Do you have enough time for this? People, money to make this successful? Do you have enough people and money to actually make this successful? You need to take into account how much time it will require. You'll also have to find people who are interested in helping. And of course, make sure you have some money for the project. Those are three key things. Who's the key people in your life that will help you through this process? Name them, write them down, answer that question. How much money do you have to actually dedicate to starting this business? Because it will take money. There is no free way to owning your own business. It doesn't exist. Number five, what skills do you need for this venture? What skills do you need? What, what do you need? You need to make sure that you have the skills needed for your business. For example, if you're opening a coffee shop, I think it's important to be able to roast and grind some coffee beans. <laughs> so what is some skills that you need to develop before opening your business? Is there a weak area in you to be a business owner that you need to address to bring that skill up? And then what are some of your strengths? What are those? Because that's where you need to hone in and spend more time. So answer that question. What skills do you need for this venture? Number six, how much funding do you need before launching your idea into reality? Okay, this is a tough question, but it is a necessary one. Here's some advice. Reach out to other successful businesses like yours that are similar. It doesn't have to be in your same market, but do a search online and find some businesses that are similar to yours about what you're wanting to start and simply call them. Ask them about 
how they run their company. What's the cost involved? Who, how did they get started with this business? And what, what was the, uh, the upfront cost to do so? So that's a key point because when you get started, once you're going, you want to make sure you have enough to keep it going until you can start selling the product, right? How much marketing dollars do you need? All right, number seven, do you know anyone else who has done something similar in the past that could be a mentor? All right, so I highly recommend that you get a mentor. It will help you set and accomplish your goals as well as give you insight into the world of business. Business can be very, very complicated, and a mentor will help you with that. It is also someone that can help hold you accountable for your business plan. I mean, we all need accountability. Accountability. We don't like it, but we do need it. Um, it is very, very important because we will get relaxed and we won't follow through when things get difficult without that accountability. So here's some advice. Your mentor should be not be a close friend and it should not be a relative. It needs to be someone that will be honest and give you tough love. Someone that wants to see you succeed but doesn't necessarily benefit from that success, but they're not close friend and they're not a relative. Trust me, this is good advice. So I hope you found some of these questions helpful and the eight tips. Um, this is all to help get you thinking, processing, the you know, building a business. What is it that I need to be asking myself? What, what is it that I'm going to be delivering? All of this stuff is very important before you start a business. And if you've already started a business, going back and implementing some of these things now is very crucial. You are up and running. Go back and answer these questions. You will find them to be very, very, very helpful. Like I always do, I like to end with some quotes from smarter people than I am. And here those are. So here's some supporting quotes to this particular episode. I hope you find them encouraging because these are some smart people. <laughs> so Guy Kawasaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? If you haven't read the book, I encourage you to do so. One of my favorites, follow it up with the Cash Flow Quadrant. Another great book, takes what the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series talks about and then gives you some implementation through the Cash Flow Quadrant book. Highly recommend it. A lot of success reading that. He simply said this, ideas are easy implementation is hard. I did a previous episode about this particular uh, quote, actually, and it's so true. Ideas come so easily, but when it comes time to implement, it can be very, very difficult because that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where you're going to have challenges and you've got to overcome them. Be an implementer. Herb Kelleher, okay, Southwest Airlines, right? He said, we have a strategic plan. It's called doing things. <laughs> Andrew Grove, make mistakes faster. Get out there, make mistakes. That's business. You're going to make them. Get out there and do it because you're going to learn. Drew Houston said this, learn early, learn often. That's process of business as well. Learn everything you can now, but at some point you got to get started and you got to keep on learning. Thomas, and, Thomas Edison said this, the value of an idea lies in the using of it. Ooh, the value of an idea lies in the using of it. Drew Houston said this, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. Keep failing. Fail, 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 fail. You only got to hit it once, right? All your top tech guys, all your top businesses probably have started multiple businesses, and but you just didn't hear anything about it. You heard about the success. That's it. Uh, Tony Asaya said, chase the vision, not the money. The money will end up following you. 
That goes back to passion. If you have a passion and you have a vision for your business and you're chasing that, the money is going to follow. Dave McClure said this, a startup is a company that is confused about, one, what its product is, two, who its customers are, and three, how to make money. To me, he just summarized three things that you need to be aware of before starting a business. What, it's, what, what your product is, who your customers are, and how you're going to make money. Well done, Dave McClure, on that one. All right, here's a recap of what we just uh, talked about. The eight tips to consider when starting a business. Number one, find your passion. Number two, create a business plan. Three, research your competition. Four, hire an accountant and lawyer. Five, make a list of all the supplies you'll need for running the business. Six, get insurance. Seven, start small, keep things simple. Eight, don't give up. Be bold, keep learning, and be relentless. I hope you have found this episode to be very helpful. I have shared eight tips that I think you should consider before starting any type of business, and also some questions you should be asking yourself about the business you are starting. If these points resonate with you, please share them on social media or send them to your friends who may be interested in starting a new venture. If not, we have many other episodes for different topics, so make sure to subscribe. I thank you guys, as always, for listening. In the meantime, just keep being relentless. It's awesome. Grow your business, get out there and do it. Fell often, and you'll eventually succeed. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growth Talk. If you have question or comment you would like to share, please email them to askadamtoday at gmail.com. And if you want to see what I am up to, be sure and follow me on Instagram at a gullet. And remember to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence.